His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I'll tell you about this guy who has a streak going on. I don't know what the last streak that you had. Something that you've done every single day. What, what was it, anyway? For Jeff, he's in Concord. His streak is now going on to 813 days in a row. He runs a 5K a day. You see, it was just a little over two years ago. He was over 280 pounds. He wanted to do something about it, and so now running is a part of his life. He was just on the Good News Story on WBTV on his 112th day of his journey. I'd heard about people doing run streaks where you, if you run one mile every day, you're considered a streaker. The only time I don't run outside is when it's lightning, and that's when I go to the treadmill. He's consistently doing this, every single day doing that 5K. And so now, he's so into it, he's opened up his own running store in downtown Concord. He gets his running shoes and his gear and has everybody available for that. And now, from that store, he hosts his very own run every night like it's six. I could totally see you doing this, Rob. Me, Yeah, because I do like to run. I try to be as healthy as possible. You think you could do it every single day for like a year? You want me to? Did you just throw down the gauntlet no, or something? No, no, I wouldn't do that. I'm just because I, I you will. Doing it. I will. Yeah, we can't see me doing this. <laughs> well, there's other things I could see you doing every day. Yeah, donut every day. <laughs> Complaining. <laughs> Eating cake. Losing a hair. Okay, at least I'm active. Mm-hmm. Mornings with his morning crew. No matter how hard we try, we all sometimes fail. When we fail, we can experience crushing feelings of disappointment and discouragement, but nothing in life goes to waste. God can use our failures to teach us important, unexpected lessons. In 2 Corinthians, it says, We have troubles all around us, but we are not defeated. We do not know what to do, but we do not give up. We are persecuted, but God does not leave us. We are hurt sometimes, but we are not destroyed. That's the devotional for February 1st from 365 Bible Answers for Curious Kids. I love how this is geared towards kids, but I just find so much um, joy in going through this book myself. I tell you, I mean, it, it applies to everybody. And when you have the opportunity to sit down with your kids and go through this every day, she's going through it with her five-year-old, Sammy. Yeah, we read it every night before bed. Isn't that great? I mean, if you would like this, we'd love to give you one. All you have to do is go to our, our Facebook page for his radio and you'll see that you can win one. Actually, Sammy is the star of giving this away. He does this little ditty in front of the uh, in front of the video, which is so cool. Yeah, he helped me out this week, and he's kind of a natural. He's a star, <laughs> I'm telling you. So see Sammy, and then go ahead and share that with a friend, and you'll be up for the running for getting the 365 Bible Answers for Curious Kids. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I want to talk about an unsung hero. Please do. Go ahead. It's Jim Man. <laughs> no. Not Jim Man. Huh? Crossing guards. You know, they're out there in the cold right now as sure. we speak. Big shout out to every crossing guard. They go to work not once but twice a day, a lot of them, you know, because they have to work in the morning and then they work after school. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, are you bitter towards crossing What's wrong? Guards? Can it's we just, get to the meat of the story? It's not about Jim. Oh, yeah, so he doesn't like are it. Are you done? <laughs> they keep our kids safe, but some local crossing guards are being honored in a competition for America's favorite crossing guards. Oh, nice. Isn't that cool? I didn't even know there was such a thing. James Gaither is a 10-year crossing guard veteran, and then Jerome Sutton has been a crossing guard for 22 years. 
I just try to make everybody happy and uh, I try to stay happy. Nobody is more deserving of Crossing Guard of the Year. He knows every child here and he makes us want to be better people. So voting for that competition ended yesterday, and I'm happy to say that Jerome placed third and James 11th. And this is nationwide, you guys. Wow. We've got crossing guard celebrities in our midst. Well, they wear those cool bumblebee-like gloves. You'd be happy too. Bumblebee cool. gloves? Is that what you want to like a bright, they're a fluorescent yellowish stuff with the stripes on them. Mm -hmm. Those are like little bumblebees. You sound like one day you would like to be a crossing guard. One day guy. I'm working my way up. You know what? Oh no. I, I have an idea. Oh <gasps> that one morning <laughs> a man on a mission <laughs> will be Jim Man as a crossing guard. I will be able to yell at people as they speed through those uh, areas. Uh, no, you have to things. be nice. No. You give high fives to the kids Not that are going by. Don't Shoot. be angry at the cart on second thought. More than just pretty voices. You remember the Nissan Leaf electric car? I do. They didn't have a big, long life, did they? No. Did you get one? <laughs> well, no. Okay. It's like totally 100% electric, and it's self-parking and all that kind of stuff. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I kind of like that. Uh, it's called the Pro Pilot Park Technology. Something like that. Yeah, it parks itself. Yeah. Well, there's a, uh, a hotel in Japan that is teaming up with Nissan, and they have... Uh, they have slippers that self-park. Slippers, you know, on your feet. Wait a minute. So Nissan is selling slippers? Well, they're just, they have them at this hotel. So I don't know if you can actually go buy them like this, but this hotel has it in Japan. You know, once you're finished with the slippers, it parks itself. You know, it goes across the wooden floor, right into a neat lineup of other slippers. Well, nice. I know. <laughs> it's like, weird. Oh, yeah, it's kind of weird. And uh, they also have, like, tables and pillows and stuff that also just, after you're done with them, they go right back into its place. That's interesting. You're thinking, why? Why are they doing this? Is that what you're thinking? No, but but we'll ask, why are but they doing it? If we're yeah, thinking why? this, it's basically to bring awareness of uh, self-driving technologies because that's, okay. like, the big thing now. So they thought, hey, this is kind of cute. Kind of get people used to this because it's kind of scary. So because your slippers and your pillows will park themselves. Exactly. They'll That's get always, used to your car parking itself. It's always huh? been a problem. <laughs> His morning crew. We got the cutest email the other day. It says, my six-year-old son William and I listen to you guys every morning on our way to school. The other morning he said, Mom, let's play His morning crew. You be Allison, I'll be Rob, and Daddy can be Jim. That's so cute. We have to do like they do and spread the gospel of Jesus. That's that so sweet? nice. I love that. So, so we got in contact with mom. Her name's Felicia. And because we wanted to get a hold of William before he got to school. And Felicia, is William right there? He's been waiting. Oh, yes, I have. What's special about today at school? The 100th day of school. What makes the 100th day of school so special, William? Tell them what you brought a hundred of. Stickers on paper. What do you do with the stickers? Hey. hey, Felicia, can you tell us about that morning that William said, let's play his morning crew? Well, we get to ride to school together and go in together because I'm a teacher at the school that he goes to. And so one morning we were listening as we always do. And he just said, Mom, I think we need to start playing his morning crew. You can be Allison, I'll be Rob, and Daddy can be Jim. Well, my dad was not exactly in the car with us. How does it make you feel that your son is so invested into his radio and his faith? Oh, it makes 
actually very proud. He's only six years old, so I know it's just a starting point, but it's nice to be able to lay that foundation and have it, you know, in every part of our life, not just when we're at church, but throughout the week, too. It's a good way to start our morning. We have some things that we want to give to you, if that's okay. One of them happens to be the book that we've been talking about on his radio, which is the 365 Bible Answers for Curious Kids. So we're going to give that to you so you and William can spend some good quality time together and a lot of other his radio stuff. Awesome. Thank you. His Morning Crew. This might sound like incredible news to anybody who loves pizza in the morning. There's this nutritionist and said, dude, all that sugary cereal you're putting into your system with all the whole milk, pizza's a better choice than the sugary cereal. What? I know. Now he says, he's not saying that pizza is nutritious. Mm. He's just saying it's a better option than the sugary cereal. Well, that's eye-opening, isn't it? I know. It's kind of crazy, right? Anyway. You're the cold pizza in the morning kind of guy, right? I, I like that. Mm. Have you guys ever eaten something weird for breakfast? I yes. mean, like what? Pickled eggs from Taiwan. Oh. Yeah. There's this couple that was staying with my in-laws from Taiwan, and they fed us pickled eggs. It was actually pretty good. Is that normally what they eat for breakfast there? According to them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm very strict with my breakfast because it's my favorite meal. So Mm. normally, until until you came along and I ate that huge stack of hamburger that one time. Oh, yeah. We we had had that eating competition first uh, thing in the morning. That was weird. Or how about the time we had Sunday dinner for breakfast? That was was different also. She brings in pot roast. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so how about you? The weirdest thing you have ever eaten for breakfast. Pot roast, hamburger, pickle eggs, whatever it is, you might even be able to top that one. Rob, Allison, and Jim. So we get the news from a nutritionist that it's better to eat pizza than sugary cereal. That hey, sounds he, odd. I know, but he didn't say pizza was nutritious. He yeah, just said it's, it's better. It's better to eat anything than sugary cereal. <laughs> than sugary cereal. So all that's coming out. We started thinking about the odd stuff or weirdest thing you've ever had for breakfast at 800-447-7234. Sandra says, my daughter doesn't like breakfast food. What? So some of the breakfast she has chosen are turnip greens, tuna, and leftover Mexican food. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> You want to start your day with gas? Wow. <laughs> no, no, thanks. Okay, on that note, Jean says we ate ice cream because we were leaving a resort and had it left over and didn't want to waste it. Uh-huh. Perfect reason yeah, to eat ice cream for breakfast. Vacation, right? So David's along with us. What is it for you, David? Oyster stew. What was that Christmas. like for breakfast, dude? It's a Christmas tradition in my family. How did that start? I have no clue. <laughs> my parents did it when we were children. Every Christmas morning. Do you eat it any other time of the year? No, not oyster stew. I like oysters otherwise. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's not a weird breakfast, but Jim is digging into his clementine. No, what's it morning. called, Jim? What's it called? Cutie. Oh, it's a cutie? Yeah. <laughs> mm, nice. Those he doesn't little... like saying that out loud. Does... Say it again. He what is it? I might think he's talking to me. <laughs> it's a cutie. <laughs> a cutie. What's well, because the other day she goes, now what is that? And I don't want to go, cutie. <laughs> 
because she'll like, oh, come here, you creepy old man. We started talking about uh, those weird breakfasts that you may have heard of because a nutritionist said, hey, pizza's better than the sugary cereal. He didn't say the pizza was healthy, though. So what about you, a weird breakfast that you had? You can join the conversation at 800-447-7234. Lizzie says, I eat dinner food for breakfast all the time. My favorite is hot dogs. Hot dogs. Breakfast for dinner isn't weird, so the other way around shouldn't be either. True that. Wow. Hannah says, um, never liked breakfast, so as a as a kid, I would have garlic potato soup for breakfast, so I would go to school reeking of garlic. <laughs> oh, my. Well, what about you? Call or text 800-447-7234. His morning crew. The discussion turned into the weird things that you've had for breakfast at 800-447-7234. And, man, the texts and calls are coming in on this one. Ashley says when she was a single mom, money was tight. I would eat ramen noodles and scrambled eggs some mornings when waiting for my paycheck. Wow, Kevin said I had pickled pig's feet, pickled eggs, and a glass of milk. Ooh. Pickled, pickled what? Pig's feet. Pig's feet. Yeah. Oh, Dude, <laughs> is that like a pork rind in the morning or something? Uh, no. I think Crunch? it's worse than that. Yeah, Probably. Than that. <laughs> okay. Harry, try to top that one, buddy. What do you have? It was cold prawn sandwiches. Oh, you should see Allison's face right now. <laughs> yeah. She puckered yeah, up. My face. <laughs> I, am, I, had just arri- I had just arrived into England, and our, my former employer had a head off over in Windsor, right across from the Queen's Castle. And I got there from an overnight flight straight into meetings, and they served those sandwiches for breakfast. So I got there, grabbed a cup of coffee, and ate cold prawn sandwiches. Did you did you get through it well? Did you enjoy, or was it like never again? Oh, no. No, food's awful in England. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. And the conversation has turned into those weird breakfasts that you may have had at 800-447-7234. Lisa Texas that my daughter will get up and eat chicklin and chicklin chicken and dumplings. Chicklin and dumplings. Because <laughs> my mom makes the best. I love chicken and dumplings. Mm, it is good. And then another friend says, when I first started eating paleo, I ate a lot of sauerkraut and eggs for breakfast. Ooh. I also did a lot of dinner type foods like chicken thighs because it's great protein to start our day. Oh, true that. Yeah. Chicken, I don't think chicken's too bad yeah. in the morning, do you? It's awesome. Chicken it's cereal's awesome. the best. Chicken, <laughs> chicken cereal, wow. <laughs> Procter and Gamble made that or something, huh? Okay, so here's Lori. Lori, what is it for you? How about cold fried chicken? Oh, that, that, that sounds pretty good, <laughs> actually. It's delicious. <laughs> it's way better than warmed over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Better, but... When did that last happen? Um, In college. <laughs> Which was just three months ago, right? Exactly, mm. yeah. His morning crew. Some pretty strange breakfasts that we're hearing about this morning. Allison really only came up with, was it pot roast? Yeah, hot it? roast for breakfast. You it's, don't think that's weird? It's uh, well, it's you know kind of out of place. That's all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but not weird. No. Come on, there's got to be something. Come on, come on, come on. That's, that's all I got. I'm raccoon, sorry. Got, raccoon she's normal. or anything? No, <laughs> raccoon I never eat raccoon or squirrel. Breakfast. Evidently, Jim has. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> so the call and texts are coming in at 800-447-7234. Yeah, Ann says, when I was in college, and I'm telling my age, I had a Tab and Snickers candy bar for breakfast most days. Ah, oh, to be young again. <laughs> tab. You remember Tab? I remember Tab, but does Allison remember Tab? Oh, yeah, my mom drank it. Oh, because of my yeah, my great-grandmother drank it. <laughs> okay, so Molly is with us. What is it for you, Molly? Chocolate fudge cake icing with salt and vinegar chips with pickle. 
Brandon, it was also a pregnancy craving. So oh, I mean. yeah, that's a whole other thing, right? The stuff you crave when you're pregnant. I guess that's when the weird it, breakfast would really come. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's been all three of my pregnancies. Did you do that for many mornings? The chocolate cake and the pickles? Yeah, I've done it <laughs> for breakfast straight. I've done it for a lot of things. It's just, oh, God. It sounds so bad, but it tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so Allie, what about when you're pregnant? Uh, Nothing that did you what did you crave? Um, like fruit roll-ups. In the morning. What? Well, anytime. Yeah. Uh, so I see. Bought them in All right. See, mm-hmm. we're With getting syrup? it out of her. Put <laughs> syrup on it. No syrup. Uh. That's it. Fruit roll-ups. Yeah. She's so normal. No, she's not. No, I'm not. Okay. Rob, Allison, and Jim. This is a pretty shocking statistic, but it's the first day of February, and already so far this year, nearly 200 people have lost their lives in Chicago to gun violence. Chicago alone? Yeah. That's horrible. I mean, it's a problem everywhere, but specifically in Chicago, and there's this grandma there who's really inspiring because she's doing everything she can to keep kids from danger, and she's doing it in a very unique way. You see, her name's... Raydell Lacey, and she lost her grandson to gun violence two years ago. And then 21 years before that, she lost her daughter the same way. Horrible. So this really hits home for her, and she wants to do something about it. So she started this program where kids play chess, of all things, with officers. With chess, you think, you focus. I want to beat him, and I don't have to beat him with these. I can beat him with this right here. She's saying, I don't have to beat him with my fists, and she holds up her fists. I can beat him with my mind. And so it gives, it gives kids a chance to think about things and solve problems in different ways and also form relationships with those police officers that are working in their neighborhoods. And uh, Raydell is so passionate about this, she'll even drive the kids to these weekly chess lessons. Yeah, they're learning a lot about chess, mm-hmm. learning how to use their mind, and developing a relationship with police officers. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's really a win-win-win. Yeah, it's just a mind shift. I mean, it's all its all the attitude of the mind, which is mm-hmm. easy to say, hard to change a generation like that, but that's brilliant. Simple but brilliant. More than just pretty voices. Weird breakfasts. Wow, we're hearing the stories this morning at 800-447-7234. What's, uh, what's the text there, Jim? Well, Debbie and Alicia both say cold spaghetti. Mm. 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 Sounds appetizing. Let's do it. Uh, Danny said frog legs and scrambled eggs. I asked him if that's a typical thing, and he said no. You have to gig them the night before. Duh. Duh. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta go. He didn't say duh, but (laughs) kind of how I felt. Yeah. She took, what is it, dramatical, theatrical yeah, uh, rights license, there? Yeah, yeah a little beautiful. license there. Hey. Okay, so here's <laughs> Judy. Duh. Judy, what about you? We do tapas on holidays, and so for Thanksgiving, we did seafood. One of the items we prepared was oysters Rockefeller. My youngest granddaughter, who is eight years old, never wanted to eat an oyster, but she ate the oysters Rockefeller that evening. We had four left over, and she ate it for breakfast the next morning. She did. She loved it. She loved it. So, um, so they have adventurous palates, and we've taught them to try different things. So that was really a breakthrough for us. We were pretty tickled. That's awesome. I always tell Sammy, my five-year-old. 
be a trier, not a crier. Yeah, well, we've never said that, but she, you know, we just say try it before you tell us you don't like it, and then if you don't like it, at least you know there's a reason why. So we had a lot of fun with it. Eat your meat, you'll have rotten teeth. What? His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim.